Where did you get this? On a dig down in Thebes. <gasps> Jonathan, I think you found something. They came to uncover its secrets. Mummies, my good son. This is where they made the mummies. <clears throat> they sought to unlock its treasure. And then there was light. Oh, boy. Was unleash a force unlike any the world has ever known. You must not read from the book! Welcome back, you guys. Thank you very much for joining us. This is the Millennial Classics. And on this podcast, we talk about the best and most memorable movies, music, and culture-changing events from our generation. Um, and it's with yours truly today, uh, Swadik Mianja and Mumbari Makaya. Mumbari, tell the people, what is... What is a classic that we're talking about today? All right, that's good. It's good that you brought that up. Of course. Today we're talking about uh, we're talking about the Mummy, mm-hmm. and um, I told Swartik that this is going to be the next <laughs> Millennial Classic. I said that this is locked in. It's this National Treasure, right? Locked in, and then I watched it, and I think I think we're going to talk about this later, but I think this is later going to be. Uh, just missed it. Just missed the cut. Just Borderline. missed the cut, huh? Borderline. Borderline. So- I'm gonna steal it. What? I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. Boom! Shakalaka Turner! Goodbye, Benny. So, like, look, 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 listen. We did this for the Too Fast, Too Furious situation, too, right? We really need to start. Like, there has to be a criteria into which what makes something a a millennial classic. Because I feel like we are too biased, right? Like, I feel like there has to be some rule of thumb. But at the same time, who gets to judge a millennial classic besides two millennials, right? Well, here's the thing. It's like, it's, it's half... Half of it is what you remember it yes. being, and half of it is what it actually is. Exactly. And this gets an A plus in what I remember it being, <laughs> and gets like a B, B minus in what what I just watched. Uh, B minus is a high grade, motherfucker. This shit was wild. <laughs> Are you gonna this shit this? was wild. This is below average. What it actually is is definitely, but I, mm, but like I'm thinking about it, bro. And when I looked at it and I saw that it was made in 1999, the CGI is not bad at no, all. I literally wrote down the CGI sucks. Did what? not age well. Did not age well. There's some, so, por- there's like, some parts of it to, that, but Like, what are you comparing it to, Mumbury? What are you comparing this movie to? Um, That's my point. In 1999. Demolition Man? Demolition Man looks bad in this. <laughs> Demolition Man looks better than this. Demolition Man. Honestly, if Wesley Demol- Snipes was in this movie, that would now it would be interesting. What would Wesley Snipes be doing in this movie? He could be the mummy. He could be. Oh my god! Oh my. If Wesley Snipes was oh the mummy, god. think about how confusing that shit is. <laughs> the like, darkest motherfucker is like. All right, wait, that's perfect. So let's talk about this cast, okay? Let's talk about this cast because I, uh, you can, look. This cast is like one person in like, you know, like 
in yellow face away from being like the whitest <laughs> cast of all time. It really was, bro. I'm telling you, look, I don't know how this movie. Wait, wait, wait. I know you you always know this stuff. Do you know how much money they this movie made versus how much money it cost to make this movie? Um, so this movie was a huge hit. Yes, it was. I remember um, it being a it huge hit. It made $416 million worldwide. Oh, Jesus. Okay. About like one, I think it was 150, 160 domestic and then the rest overseas. Mm. And I think the budget was 80, but the director said they only spent like 62 million. That's fantastic. Um, and it wasn't on the cast because I don't think any of the cast is that expensive. No, they can't be. Um, this is, look, Rick o- O'Connell. I am not a fan. You don't I, like Rick O'Connor? Bro, I thought I liked him so much more. He's the I, best. His character and Benny. Benny! I love Benny. I just, I couldn't get myself to, like, I don't, I don't know. There's no, there's nothing that pulls me into Rick O'Connell's. Uh, no, the drunk brother that's a pickpocket. <laughs> good Jonathan he's a good character and Benny those are the two I think yes. most interesting characters yes um goddamn every time Benny's on the screen I'm laughing I'm giggling he has it's like, it's such a cool character but also it's like he's white too I mean why is everyone <laughs> <laughs> when you figure he would be at least Egyptian Right, no, and anyone that matters in this movie is white, um, and it's just through it through. But what's it called? Uh, Evelyn, can we just talk about the two main characters, please? Yeah, Brendan Fraser kills it. Brendan, uh, we have to agree to disagree, okay? But um, Brendan Fraser Wait, and Brendan Rachel Way wise, no, he does not kill it. He does not kill it. Brendan Fraser, who, what's um? This is like the, you, you watch this movie, and all I can think in my head is. Was, they were trying for Indiana Jones. They were trying for Indiana Jones. And you have to be honest. Indiana this is, Jones. This is ahead. a scarier version. This is supposed to be like Indiana Jones meets like a, you know, it was like classic. It's a remake. And it's supposed to be Indiana Jones meets like a, a scary um, monster movie. And I respect it, but it's a poor man's Indiana Jones. It's definitely, it doesn't live up to well, it. If you compare it to Harrison fucking Ford. Yeah, <laughs> that's my, but that's go. my point, bro. That's my point. That's my point. I wanted to believe Rick O'Connell, but I couldn't, bro. I couldn't get myself to believe him. Nah, but he's fun. Like The entire time, he's just like, he's not funny enough for me to be nah, laughing. Nah, he's fun. He, he's... Okay. He you has know, this me, kind of like earnestness. It's like uh there's no earnestness about him. him. It's literally if you watch him in this in the first journey to the center of the earth, yes. And like he does he does really well, like jumping around, hanging from stuff, generally being like a action guy. He I think he does really well in this. I did think I, halfway through that Will Smith would have destroyed this role in nineteen ninety-nine. He would have. Look, he's not charismatic enough for me to just like wanna be him right he's not he's too much of a dick for me to laugh at his mean jokes to fucking everybody right he's not smooth he's not enough for, he's not smooth enough for me to believe that he's this smooth suave ladies man like he he's not enough of anything for me to like be be sold on that right and they want him to be this badass dude who doesn't give a shit who's gunslinging like I, dude, there's one point where he has two pistols Shoots him, <laughs> bro. They runs nice. out. He points me as two pistols, and they grabs two more pistols. I don't know from where. 
And I literally circled, oh, dude, right? two pistols look so good. If you're an action star you and need your director's like, I'm giving you one pistol, you got to be like, nah. No. My contract says two. two. <laughs> My contract says two. Um, I want, like, I really did want to like him as a main character, but I couldn't, I couldn't get myself to. But I have to say the opposite, the opposite of Evelyn. Um, how do you say her last name? Because I want to say Wise, Weeze, Rachel, Rachel Weiss. Rachel Weiss. So it was the opposite for Evelyn because I did not, and like when you, you just like how you said, like, Millennial Classics is a lot about what you remember. And I didn't remember much about her. And in that first scene she's in where she's like balancing on the ladder like a silly human being, I was like, she's going to be the worst part. And this is the reason I didn't remember I think her. Her character is like the, the most vanilla. She's like, oh, shucks, I'm a librarian. That Exa- kind of. But I believed it, Mumbari. <laughs> I believed it. I believed it. You she- believe she's like, she's like some super smart librarian. She's like 23. <laughs> She, 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 she knows everything about Egypt. She's fucking schooling the head of the Cairo Museum. By the way, Egypt. she's by like 24. The- <laughs> that woman should be 45. Oh, if we're, oh, if we're being- oh, Have, did we watch the same movie? She should oh. be 45. Okay, I, I, I agree. She should be 45. Yeah, she might be a little younger, but I believed her character. Her, her dad was an adventurer and her mom was Egyptian. It makes sense that she's a librarian. That's invested a, in the character, huh? It makes sense. I believed her character. Yes, yes. Oh, are we going to have to? We, I, I have a whole section just based on how bad of a movie this is post Me Too. Oh, my God. Mumbari, we have to it's talk. It's a period. About it. It's a period piece. Even if it was made now, it takes place in nineteen thirty. I yeah. saw something like nineteen thirty-five or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Of course, it was a period piece, but like some of this shit is just blatantly just you can't like what like what okay let me, let's go let's go down the list since i brought this up okay so first of all the kiss that uh rick o'connell does at, at jail when he's like come closer come closer then he's he kisses dying her. the next day uh, huh if you're if, he's dying the next day and he's in jail yeah oh, respect i'm saying post me too that's not a good look okay I'm- you want to know well, well yes do you really want to know yes It, it's a, it's, now it's it's fine, bro. <laughs> okay. I'll die on that hill. If you sort of if you die if you're gonna die if you're gonna get hang hung the next day, you'll kiss whoever you want, bro. I'm sure you will do whatever you want, right? And you can have your last meal and you could do it. But I'm saying it's not a good look, and I it's not necessary. It's just not necessary. All right, that's number one. Number two, the, at that same scene, the jail scene. Um, when he's talk, when she's talking to the jail guard, and he's like five hundred and what else? I'm a lonely <laughs> man. It touches a lap. I'm like, oh my fucking god! Five hundred pounds. Walk off on that. And what else? I'm a very lonely man. Do you know okay. that's what would happen in real life? This movie's going for it. It's really okay. going for it. All right, I'm not even halfway done. Okay, when they were talking about getting the camels versus the horse. And then uh, Rick O'Connell tells the drunk brother, Jonathan, you could have gotten him for free if you just gave her your sister. So giving someone your sister <laughs> is considered free? Like, uh, Mulberry, this is wild, okay? Um, and, then, and then the dude, the main archaeologist on the other guy, he's like, they're led by woman. What does, wom- what does a woman know? 
He's the bad guy. <laughs> of course he's the bad guy. But some of this, it's not, it's like they're not even trying. It's like they're not even trying and they're just throwing the most sexist bullshit at the screen. Forget about the, the setup for the whole movie. And this whole movie is about, um, by the way, I love the names of the characters. Uh, Imhotep and Anaksunamun, great fucking names. Great Imhotep, names. that's what you, that's one of the things like embrained in you as a kid is just right? everyone yelling Imhotep. <laughs> but you're missing one last thing about that Me Too rant you just went on. Talk how about me. how about the emperor in the beginning not letting anyone look at his wife and then his wife is walking around just like cheeks out like oh I don't even know what she's wearing bro but she's just walking around the palace just look. No, no, I, I was literally about to end on that because I was going to say the entire setup of, of this movie is starts off because of a, a bullshit. Like this dude is like, he's so insecure. He doesn't let any other male touch her. So he paints her in gold to make sure any fingerprints get to see on her. Number one and number two. The, and by the way, when uh, Anak Sunamun stabs herself as a nurse, as a healthcare provider, I know it was for the show and it looks cool when you stab yourself, but stabbing yourself in the stomach is literally the worst way to commit suicide. You're going to die slowly over <laughs> the course of hours. You're going to die so slowly. <laughs> in fact, they can probably save you and then no, kill you and torture you after. Not in ancient Egypt. Oh, no, that's a good I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. You got. I think you're going to have to reevaluate um, yourself because you, right now you're trying to, me too, a, a pharaoh of Egypt from like. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you have to relax, bro. This shit, all these guys, it's like, this is just what happened, bro. Yes. And uh, understood. Respect. It makes sense. Of course, it makes sense. I'm just saying it, there's a lot of things that I feel like they could have made it a little bit more interesting. Just a little bit more interesting than saying they're not going to make it because a woman is their archaeologist. Can you give me something else? Give me like, something else. <laughs> just, give me something. They have less money, so they don't have enough of the I, I, enough tools. Something how much that less money? makes sense. I don't know. They 70%. were fucking writing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Going back to the fact that they have fantastic names, I actually looked up this stuff, right? None of it is true. None of it is true. <laughs> you thought this was true? No, you know how they make movies based no. on mythology not like Zeus and Hercules and stuff like that? I thought maybe you know that's not like, true either, right? Oh, you know what I mean? I thought it was like an actual mythos no. that happened in Egypt. But no, this is like this is just straight up made up, like no. straight out the air written in 1999 for this movie. Um, I was hope I really was hoping because I thought it was super cool about the fucking the planet of the dead. Or, I mean, the city of the dead and all of this stuff. I was like, yeah, this a lot is of actually- stuff was named of the dead. Oh, yeah. Everything was named of the dead. The city of the dead, the temple of the dead, the tomb of the dead, the fucking mummy of the dead. Everything was of the dead. It could have been a little bit more creative. But I, I, I thought I thought the concept was cool enough for it to be real. That's why I actually looked it up. So what, what what was this movie rated? Was it rated R? PG-13. They had, PG-13? To, they had to paint her, they had to paint uh, her dress in the, in the boat scene when she had a white dress and she fell into the water. They had to paint it white to keep that PG-13 rating. From see-through, from being yeah. see-through. Yes, as a kid. This, this was the scariest shit. This was, yes. This it's movie for, was scary as fuck. 
Bro. For some reason, when I remember this movie, I thought it was like a swashbuckling action adventure movie. Right. And when I just watched it now, I was like, I forgot how much these fucking scarab beetles scared <laughs> me as a kid. Bro, that's I forgot crazy. how scary this movie was. And also, I forgot like large portions of the plot. Oh, like yeah. the, some of this plot just went out of it. Like, um, I think uh, the entire beginning intro scene with Emotep, ancient Egypt. Like, that part just glossed over. I completely forgot that part. I don't know why I thought it just started in modern times. No, 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 no. I, I definitely didn't forget that part. What I forgot was the beginning scene with the horses and the army. I'm like, what are we fighting about right now? What's going on? I was so confused, right? I was so confused when, yeah. when they were shooting. And then Benny's like, all right, deuces. <laughs> deuces. Yeah, yeah. Benny, Benny's a great character. He's such a good um, character, bro. Um <laughs> And by the way, the, that look that the the magi have with the Arabic tattoos, Arabic face tattoos look look mad good. Uh, okay, okay, they okay. look mad good. Okay, all right. Can we please stop? He let bro. I was I have that in my fucking uh, word doc. I was what do you like, think this? you don't like you don't think looking? <laughs> no, it's not that I, think I they don't pull think it off. I, I, they do pull it off, right? But like, can we talk about that character for a hot second? What what is he? What, what's written on his face? I have no idea. I don't know. I didn't read it, but I. It does look cool. You're right. The tattoos look cool, right? A much. It, it looks like a much more sophisticated. Who's the rapper with the face tattoos? Who's the rapper with the face? Tattoos? <laughs> no, no, not the the one everyone makes fun of. That looks like a bum. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's his name? You know who I'm uh, talking about. Six nine. No, no, six nine's the colorful hair. He looks like a bum. Kevin Gates. No. <laughs> now you gotta get me killed. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you're just throwing everyone under the bus right now. <laughs> um, what's his name? Um, you gotta start saying no, names. Post Post Malone. Post Malone. Post Malone. He looks if like Post a- Malone could have been. Post Malone could be Benny. <laughs> post Malone could have been what? Benny. He oh, could have been Benny. Yeah, I would have yeah, believed see, that. Of course. That's that's exactly what I mean. <laughs> that's exactly what I mean. Um. But no, he pulls it off. But that scene, the, the 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 Egyptian dude who's just there protecting the city of the dead. Yeah. Let me let me. That's actually a tough shift. You. That is a tough shift, bro. Get, that's exactly what I wanted to say. He was standing in the exact same spot in three years apart, black, bro. <laughs> three years apart. Mm-hmm. He's standing there the second he's leaving. Okay, because that I get. The they just finished fighting. But he just happens to be standing at the same exact place three years later. That's the spot. That's just the spot. He's just there every single day, just making sure no one's coming to the city of the dead. Well, you don't have to go there every day. You just when you hear some people are coming over, you go over there and check. Because you can hear across the fucking desert, right? Because that's because that's how it works. <laughs> okay. That that shot though is is probably the best looking shot of the movie when it's nighttime and they're going on the camels. They're about to fall asleep, and it's like oh, yes, dark blue. Yes. Yeah, no, it is. It is pretty. It is. Wait, did you really not like the CGI? I, I thought was impressed. There were some sections. Anything that that was liquidy looked. Bad. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, mummy looks really good. The, it it's, did. The aged really well, but anything yes. that was liquidy. <laughs> yeah, that water scene, whatever shit was bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And that final scene where his dead body gets pulled out of him, like his uh-huh. immortality gets pulled out of him. Bro, yeah. that looked like it was made like. <laughs> Yeah, that was horrible. And it, I have to say, like, they did a good job because making a mummy scary is hard. It's hard. And this movie's way better than the Tom Cruise movie that they just made. Oh, yes. This movie's I, way better. Can we compare the two? 
we'll compare it when we're talking about um, casting choices and stuff like that. Let's, okay. t- let's talk about what, what's your favorite scene? My favorite scene. So um, going back to my favorite character, who which is Benny, um, when he finds the blue, uh, oh, what's it called? When he's the praying scene. When he has to do with the five different uh, shades and he prays yeah. the three different gods. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I rewinded that scene twice. I love that scene. Means the good Lord protecting Batch over me as a shepherd Batches over his flock. Because what would you do? Like Benny is a real human being. He's scared out of his fucking mind. And no one just dips, though. That's the only thing about this movie is no one just flat out. No. On the other team, the other archaeology team, yeah, right? Those three guys. Not, no, not the three guys. They were like a bunch of them. Yeah, after. but there were like four guys that opened the case. Those were the four, guys that were cursed. Those guys were cursed. But then after, there was a scene after that when they go back the next day, right? That all, there's a group of them that just end up running away. Yeah. Yeah. So some people do do. Dip, no, I'm but, talking about when the when the when he shows up when Emotep shows up to kill you. No yes. one flat out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. like either tries to shoot him a couple times and tries to face him or whatever, and then he they like slip. <laughs> they slip. Hey, oh, someone always has to slip. Someone always has to slip. Oh, bro, that that dude who gets his eyes taken out, fucking yeah. scary as shit. No, but that was my favorite scene, bro. Benny is so good, bro. I was laughing so hard. The three he different plays. Really well. It was so well, and it made it. I love the fact that after he spoke Jewish, I was like, oh my goodness, the language is. A, I mean, like this makes sense. I love it. It's like the whole thing put was put together. I love that scene. I love that scene. It What's would be yours? a pretty funny movie if he was the main character. Benny? Yeah. He couldn't be the main character. No, if he was the main character and he was the Bro, you can't take that dude seriously. I mean, (laughs) you need to do something else besides laugh at the main character. (laughs) You can't laugh at the main character the entire time. I mean, you can't. You can't. Uh, Unless it's a comedy. Um, Your favorite scene. Your favorite scene. My favorite scene is a boat attack. It's like really well done. Mm -hmm. It's fun. It's like probably the, the most, it's the closest to Indiana Jones this movie gets. Yes. Because they don't really do the line up this crystal with the sun and it bounces off. They almost do that. They like get the big ancient mirrors and you think, oh my God, like something's <laughs> happening. And then they just don't do anything. There's no puzzles in this movie. Exactly. There's no like, you have to climb up here to get a vantage point to look. No, none of that. Exactly. But um, on the boat, when it's like the rival archaeologists are on the boat and then he tosses Benny off the boat. Off the boat. And then you see the water tracks back on the boat. And he's like, oh, shit. Yes. And then that whole fight scene. And then the best part is when the bullet's like getting shot in the wall, closer and closer to his head. Very she good. she moves it. Yes. That yes. part just looks mad good. It is a really good scene. It is a really good scene. And he unrolls the gun bag. Oh, dude, everyone likes a good gun bag. And he unrolls it. 
Yes. Um, the the gun touting Americans, they hate Americans in this movie. Every scene about those two, the the, the brother and sister Evelyn and Jonathan, they're like fucking Americans. They don't fucking do anything. Americans. They don't do anything. They really don't do anything. But I'm like, you get, relax. With it's the their fault hate. that this movie, entire movie happens. Exactly. Those two characters. But <laughs> now I'm getting into it. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm defending them. I don't even... No, but those guys, those guys are supposed to be like the classic. I, I know, hunter. but they make them so stupid, right? They make them really, really stupid. Yeah, but like at the same time, you can't. I, I don't know. I'm like torn between the two because the movie. I like, I like it when they're about to open the casket, and then he's like, "Nah, let the help open that shit." <laughs> I was like, "Word, word, right?" Word. Um, no, but like what I'm saying is like I'm so torn on this movie because like, uh, like. Half the movie wants you to take it super seriously, right? And it's like the fucking, they're bringing back the dead and it's all the serious stuff. And then the other half of the movie, like you said, she moves his head so the last bullet misses him, right? Betty's making some crazy jokes on the side. He does he, the emo tap to, to join with the crowd. Oh, yeah. Like, that, was, that was like Scooby-Doo or Flintstones. Or exactly, like bro. Exactly. Why didn't they get, get the, the boils? The you boils? know what I mean? How the entire city got all the boils on their faces, except for the five main characters in the movie. With boils on their face. What the people who were screaming emo tap, emo tap, emo tap. Oh, because he like he like got them right. What do you mean he got that? He got there. He became made them their his, his slaves. The people. Why wasn't there anyone of note that that joined the slave team? Right. I think it's you literally- have to be Egyptian. You have to pass the brown paper bag test. <laughs> You probably do. And it's so true. I was about this to say movie that. Is the king of useless sacrifices. I hate when movies do this. Exactly. Where it's like everyone can just escape if you just do it on time, but one character like whips out his sword and just dives into a crowd and says, <laughs> Run for it. Go for it. This movie does that twice. With Wait, remind me, remind me, please. The Egyptian head of the museum. Who just has a katana? Or oh, a you sword mean the Museum of Antiques? I was like, yeah. wow, what a name of a museum! <laughs> I was like, all right, great Museum of Antiques, good, yeah. thank you. But and yes, he no, just I do remember. Dives that. in the crowd. I mean, that dude could have just gone down the hole quick. Yeah, and then the other guy, who was just like runs out of bullets and charges in, it's like they had dynamite. Just throw the dynamite in. And let's get <laughs> out of here. Right. So look, you're so right. The second after. So what was your favorite in, scene? My favorite scene was the praying. With, the praying, um, okay. The praying. No, but no, you're right. Because the second, the second after he runs in there, they use the dynamite to throw it and it mm-hmm. blows up. It's like, it really doesn't make sense. And he's alive at the end. He's alive. Yeah. And I think this was like peak Beetle. Like it's between this and Volkswagen. Wait, what do you mean? Like Scarab Beetles? I don't think Scarab Beetles have ever been hotter than, than 99. <laughs> Right? That's such a good point. He's like <laughs> flicking him off the wall. I was like, yo, this is, I don't know what Scarab is oh, going on wall. Yo, I also, yo, I love that scene. That fat dude, the, the, yeah. the, the, the jail the dude with the warden, when he flicks it off the wall and he does that, the, 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 the stand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fantastic scene, bro. Fantastic. Ah! So we talked about mainly the cast. Who is the MVP? Who do you think this is? Their movie. I think the MVP shot. is Brendan Fraser, obviously. Oh my god! Because I really like his performance. You don't. 
I don't like his performance. I really don't like his performance. <clears throat> Maybe I need to rewatch The Mummy 2 to see if he's any better. Watch The um, Mummy 2. Watch The Mummy 3. Watch, actually, if you, if you want to see the difference, watch Journey uh, to the Center of the Earth with him and then watch mm-hmm. the sequel with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and you'll see that they, they bring different things. And and you're saying that this is Brendan Fraser's... <laughs> They bring different things. <laughs> I'm no, be the com- last guy left. I'm gonna be the last last guy. I'm like I'm like the guy who's holding out the crude oil right now, bro. It's me and Brendan Fraser I'm all the way. You, I've been watching the stock. I'm this. having such a hard. I had such a hard time with him throughout the movie, man. I I couldn't connect. I couldn't connect it at, a, at any level. Um, but okay. I, I mean, I'll take your word for it. You know I what? Think- he seems like him, Nicholas Cage. And uh, who's the who's the Independence Day um, Jurassic Park guy? Goldblum? Jeff Goldblum. They all Jeff seem like Goldblum. weird people in like a good way, you know, eccentric. No, but that's the thing, Mumbury. That's the thing. Um, Brendan Fraser. He's not enough of anything. He's not eccentric enough for me to believe that he's eccentric. He's not because he's supposed to be a cool guy in this movie. He's not supposed to be eccentric. Everyone else is supposed to be eccentric. Jonathan is the dumb brother. Evelyn is the super smart nerd librarian. He's supposed to be the cool guy. Are right, yes, you want me maybe, to tell you who their first first choice was for this movie? Please tell me because I can see anyone else do his job. Please. Jesus. Tom Cruise. Done. Brad Pitt. <laughs> Matt Damon, Ben Affleck. Oh my God! They oh Brendan Fraser got this role because uh, they liked him in George of the Jungle, and George of the Jungle made a bunch of money. Okay. And also found this little tidbit, but this—I mean, I think this is pure bullshit. But apparently, Leo liked the script so much, and he wanted to do the movie, but uh, he had to film the beach, and they wouldn't let him move the beach um, film time, so he couldn't do this movie. But that Tom- just seems like horse shit. There's no way DiCaprio does The Mummy. I always said that uh, uh, DiCaprio is really good at picking movies, right? Yes. Yeah. I so always said that. Edgar. Yeah. Um, but, and this, but this movie made a shit ton of money. And the reason we rewatched it is because we thought it was a millennial classic. So it's not a bad movie. It definitely isn't a bad, a bad movie. movie. It's not a bad movie. Right? And like we said, it's But can you see, Tom but Cruise. a young Leo? Yeah. I mean, he did The Departed. Of course he could do this movie. Why don't you believe he would have done this movie? No, I don't believe, I believe he could have done this movie. I don't believe, I think that was fake. I think that was something like the producer said. Oh, to, <laughs> to just hype up. I don't up believe the, he <laughs> actually was like, you know what? I really want to do, I really want to do this movie, but you know, I got the beach. I got the beach <laughs> Can't fit it in. Yeah, no, 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 I feel no, like no. if Leo had said, "Yeah, I want to do this movie," they would have been like, "All right, we'll push it back." Yeah, so they would have done anything to get Leo on. They would have done anything. I definitely believe that. Um, but at the same time, Brendan Fraser in the '90s, the late '90s, early 2000s, he was a big star. He had a lot of duds too. He had like three bombs in a row, and they came back for the Mummy Two. Oh, okay. Oh, so you're saying in between the Mummy and the Mummy Two? Yeah, yeah. But uh, that makes sense. Yeah, made four sixteen worldwide. Had two sequels. Third one with Jet Li takes place in China. Got to get that. You got to get that Chinese. Yeah, you got to get that Chinese money. Um, <laughs> you could see and now everything's happening in China. See that last Transformers movie? <laughs> yeah, where they just they should just speak Chinese for the last half of that last Transformers movie. For Bro, the amount of Chinese. Start speaking Mandarin. <laughs> 
Uh, the amount of Chinese, uh, what's it called? What, what, you know how they have ads pandering? in movies? It's no, exactly. Straight pandering. It was a take. So who was the? Who did you like the least? Worst person? Worst LVP. Person. I want to say the museum curator guy. Yeah, that's that's, because, that's obviously a good choice. But I think they make him comically too bad, and I hate the fact that they make like all the Egyptians just like. Yeah, two-dimensional characters. Exactly. Because he, I mean, in the beginning, they literally have the map, and this motherfucker just burns it right in front of these two people and tosses it on the ground. He's like, "Yeah, I was gonna talk man. about that. I was gonna talk about that." And then he was like, "For the better." Like, the even better. if you don't believe it, you yeah. don't burn history. Someone else's <laughs> shit. You own a library and you burn a history. Is this four eleven, five eleven, whatever that movie is? Fahrenheit five eleven, nine eleven. But yes, no, I respect the LVP. And I know you've been talking about this the entire time and how they have been treating all of the Egyptians as secondary, like not even secondary characters. It's just like two-dimensional characters. Don't worry, when we do the remake, I'm going to do the same exact thing. Got to keep this. <laughs> you I'm going to whitewash this shit. There's going to be no people of color. It's no. going to take place in Egypt. There's going to be no Egyptians. Be great. <laughs> Zero Egyptians, but I had that that as my LVP. All of the Egyptians, right? Like it got so. The, the, and the, the crazy thing about they it make good slaves for Emotep, though. They did make great slaves for Emotep, and Emotep. Um, what's it called? We keep calling him Emotep. What's his actual name? Who, who was the John Arnold Vos- no, Arnold Voslo. Voslo, right? Um, Kills he it. actually he actually looks Egyptian. So like he looks he looks the part. So he's South that, African, right? <coughs> he's good. He was in Blood Diamond. Yeah, no, in- I enjoyed him. I enjoyed him as Emotep. And I believed, like, when he spoke the language, it didn't sound like he was using a fake accent or, like, some bullshit. It sounded they, legit. It was fake, though. Of course they it was. They had to make up all the all those sounds. LVP was all the Egyptians. Because they made they made me really enjoy, like, Egyptian culture. But they, did get, they didn't give a single Egyptian peri- um, character any juice. I think Ju- if they nothing. remake that movie now... The woman comes back and they have a girl on girl fight scene for like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. I think that's what they do. Oh, did they you bring her back all the way and then her and Rachel Weiss have a fight scene. So so you enjoyed the, the action in this movie, right? Action was good. It, yeah. The thing with this is it's really forgettable. Exactly. Besides the boat scene, no, it's really you, slow. Did you not? So, like when you remember the movie, did you not remember the face in the sandstorm? Like face that's in the, the sandstorm's iconic, but that's not really exactly. a fight scene. That's like them flying in and the and the, pl- the oh, but like, like yeah, I'm not calling it like fight fight scene, but like just action scenes in the movie that, were fantastic. That's probably the most iconic part. Yeah, and then the scare beetle. I remember the scares, the scare beetles, the mm-hmm. emo tap. That was freaky. That really was freaky. And then uh, the like charging horses in the beginning. I, mean, I actually forgot about that. That that's the one part that I, like that told. I was like, oh my goodness, that this did happen in the movie. But I did forget about it. But when it was happening, I was like, oh, makes sense, makes sense. Um, so uh, casting, what ifs? We, I mean, we I talked about casting. They pretty much wanted Rachel Weisz. I think everyone else was was like a shoe in, basically. Yeah, and then okay. like when it comes to where they are now, mm-hmm. um. Brandon Fraser has fallen off the planet. Like, I mean, he's gone. He does like TV. I think he was in The Affair. I think he's on some DC show on Titans or something like that. Rachel Weiss is probably the, it's, it's the most famous person here by far. 
Yeah, just going down the list, I think she really is. She's, I mean, she's going to be in Black Widow that comes out whenever that comes out. Um, if it ever comes out. She's going to be, she was just in the favorite. Talking I think she got nominated for an Oscar. Um, this movie gets made today. Who's in it? Who is in it if this movie gets remade today? All right, let me see what I wrote down. So this is my cast. This is my cast. <laughs> Look, okay, okay, before you go, one rule and one rule only. Yeah. No Paul Giamatti anyway. Paul Giamatti <laughs> is the mummy. <laughs> they, they, they squeezed him into the coffin. <laughs> but it wouldn't lock. Paul Giamatti is amazing. I'm so confused. Like, I really am confused. Why? No, Paul Giamatti is... Paul Giamatti, if you told Paul Giamatti to be the mummy, he would kill it. Bro, but can you just just do me this one favor? One favor. What's his most iconic... Wait, are you just obsessed with Billions? Love Billions. Like, like, in my head... This isn't about Paul Giamatti. He's not in my (laughs) remake... Oh, List. thank God. Thank God. All right. Thank God. All right. Good. Good. All right. Keep going. I thought you were serious. When you were telling me about him being the mummy. I was like, he's the whitest white dude I've ever seen. <laughs> he's being the mummy. All right. Give me you could cast. be the librarian, but. No, um, you want the librarian to be Egyptian. He lives in Egypt. This is like. But I also wanted to Egyptian. be realistic, Swarik. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, all, right, all right, so give me all a right, cast. Give me something. Right, so the main character, the action hero, is going to be Jamie Foxx. Uh, uh, okay. All right. all right. Okay. Now I switched it around. I made the nerdy dude and the nerdy character, the guy, and I made the the pickpocket, the woman. The woman? They're That's not brother switch. and sister. That's a good. Decision. They're friends. Okay. And the guy, Miles Teller. And the woman's Tessa Thompson. But Miles Teller is a nerd and Tessa Thompson. Okay. Tessa Thompson is a pickpocket I can see. Miles Teller is the nerd I can't see. What do you mean you can't see? I don't want Miles Teller as the nerd. That's a solid pick. Miles Teller is a solid pick. He's a decent pick. As, as like the nerd, I want like a, I want like the social guy. The, the, Wait, the, Jesse Eisenberg? Yes, that's a no. nerd. That's you a nerd you I'm can shut you down. I'd rather have Paul Giamatti <laughs> than, <nerd. laughs> than Jesse Eisenberg. Stop it. Stop it. Okay. No, but I, then, really, I, I really like Tessa Thompson, especially if you switch the roles around, because that is a great pick. And then I'd put Sean Bean would be uh, um, Benji, Benny. Okay. But he'd be playing a South African guy. He'd be playing okay. Benny's South sure, African. You could throw now. that little nugget in Benny's South African. Benny's South African. He's not Hungarian. Guy. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I like it. I like. I I do like your picks. Uh, I mean, that I would like be like gun ho. Like I need this lady to play this part. Is I would keep the librarian the same thing, but I would want Rosaria Dawson. I'm Rosaria Dawson's with, a good pick. I really want her uh, to be that. We, yeah, gotta, that. we might have to switch. Miles Teller for Rosario Dawson and just have Jamie Jamie Foxx, Rosario, and Tessa. Exactly. That would be if it was Jamie Foxx and Rosario Dawson, I think it would be Miles Teller can be the opposite archaeological. Oh, yeah. Leader of the opposite archaeological. Yeah, and he could be a little, he could be a fuckboy. Yeah, he could be a dick on that side. But he'd be way too young to be the archaeology. And then we could cross over with the Miles Teller. No. Will Smith can be the genie. (laughs) 
Smith. And he's just in there waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no. Will Smith as the mummy would Will be Smith fantastic. And the mummy would have been sick, but he can't do it anymore. The, oh, who should be the new mummy? You know who they wanted to be the old mummy before no. this? Daniel Day Lewis. Mm, I don't think that's. Uh... He's no way he does it. But um... did you notice that we never mentioned Tom Cruise once? I just don't like that Tom Cruise movie. He's just so out of place. He makes all of the action scenes in that new Mummy movie fantastic. But like, I, he pretty much plays the same character as uh, the dude in Mission Live, Die, Repeat. I mean, what's yeah. that movie called? Um, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Pretty much yes. plays the same character, um, but in a, in Egypt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Um, c- comparing the two movies. Uh, as much shit as we've been talking about this movie, it is. It's way better. Times. It's way better. It's so much. The, being a period piece really helps this movie. Yes, it really does. Making this in like modern times changes everything. It really Although the does pilot, change. the pilot that just dies and then they just let this motherfucker sick at the end. <laughs> oh, like, damn, that's cold, man. Not gonna check his pulse or nothing. Bro, that 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 scene happened way too quick. Way too quick. They Bro, needed, like, that scene needed to be like a minute at least. They literally just look. They get out of the plane. They look over. He's, he's like sleeping. Dead. You could be sleeping for all you know. Right. He could be like, knocked out. It's they just quicksand. Like, we have to leave. And then they just watch this dude sink into the earth. The thing that bothers me about it is, look. First of all, there's exactly because. I like the entire time, like when you first watch the movie, it's like he's just knocked out. He's just knocked out. He's awake. Get him out of the fucking plane because no one else is hurt. You don't see any blood on him or anything. Yeah. He's just there. Yeah. These dudes are assholes. They were like, all right, yeah. deuces. Thanks and for the flight. So the reason Not why that. I wanted this so if you, because we had National Treasure and then the Mummy. Yeah. Together and the Rundown. And they're all kind of. Adventure movies from the same era, late 90s, early 2000s. Mm. Action adventure movies. They just don't make them anymore. No, not like this. They don't. Not like this. And I, it's like, one. this is the type of movie I wish Netflix made. Yeah. Like, instead of making... Have you checked out Extraction, the new Netflix movie? Not yet, but I do want to. It's literally like a John Wick in India oh, okay. type deal. Yeah. yeah, And it's like, there's like 50 of those. No, but if they got Chris Hemsworth to do this, like a swashbuckling movie, mm. I mean, Chris Hemsworth would have knocked it out of the park. He's charismatic. He could have done this. Yeah. I, I believe that. I really do believe it. I, I don't know. I just feel like I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like right now everyone wants is chasing the John Wick, the Fast yeah. and the Furious. They want like super, super hardcore action, but there's no adventure adventure. There's no anymore. fun. You're right. I mean, it's literally yeah, just, we've been watching right. them beat up Bangladeshi kids for two hours. <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> it's Give not fun. You literally just, I mean, John Wick is like, but even John Wick, they kind of like, they do have some fun. They do have some fun. Some of these movies are just so serious from start to finish. That's the thing. Like, you, no, you're right. They, we need more adventure. What's the last good adventure movie? Of, no, well, look. The, the, the new movie. The, no, exactly. And the new movie The Rock is going to do. Yeah. With Emily Blunt. That's yeah. an adventure. Like, see, that's, that's, that's the 2020 version of The Mummy. That and a little and lighter Jumanji. than the mummy, a little lighter. It's a Disney movie, right? Yeah, so that and <laughs> like they're both like kids' movies. That's the thing. Uh, there's nothing in the middle. You're right. You're right. We'll see. We'll have to see. Um, so Mumbury, we've been uh, trashing this movie quite a bit. 
Did I convince you <laughs> that this is a millennial classic? Or no, is this? It's I think it's a bubble. Was Too Fast, Too Furious a millennial classic? Yeah. Well, well it, luckily, we had three people on and two people voted yes and you voted no. So I think Too Fast, Too Furious. What, I think we can. Yes. I'm going to say yes. No, we're going to have to do Tokyo Drift at some point. Oh, sure. Let's, let's. <laughs> that soundtrack is way, way more iconic. Honestly, this this movie, if it had a better soundtrack, no, nah, this sorry, stop. On the bubble, it's just a bubble movie. It really is on the bubble. But like, so, so do me this favor. Tell me what could it have done for it to be a classic? Why? Why are you? I think if you why are you one, saying it's not a classic? If like, if you have one better set piece, like, are you really going to talk about the set? Are we talking no, about like, the set uh, right like now? an iconic? action scene or iconic no no i hear i hear you i hear what you say i hear what you say um that makes sense because the things that you remember about the movie are like not the it's not the actual scenes in the movie it's, it's like, like someone yelling emotap or like exactly it's like one thing you don't remember a scene it's not a like a full-out blown out or like a care or like a, a, a what's it called a relationship or something you remember like singular things. or if they had if they had a more of a the adventure part where it was like clues and actually had rachel weiss doing stuff besides she's literally like we have to find a book open it and that's it. Well, I, like I the think book she, is where she thinks it is. Yes. No, but like, but at the same, at the same time, she is the archaeologist. So she does have most of the answers, all of the answers. Let really me see her dig, bro. You were talking about 2020, bro. <laughs> Everyone needs to dig, man. Yes. What's, how does he come back alive? Like, what is, how does, how does that happen? What do you mean? You know how the mummy too, it's the same guy playing the mummy. In the Mummy Two, right? You're gonna have well, to watch the Mummy Two. Get the fuck out of here! Stop. <laughs> There's no way I'm doing that. But <laughs> no, but like I was concerned at the end. I was like, the movie's over. Someone brings I'm, it back. Is that is it really just that simple? Yeah. Like they have the black book. They find the black book, and it's like someone just brings them back. I can't remember the exact details. Of course, who cares? It's <laughs> fucking Mummy Two. <laughs> um. So this is fun. You guys look. You know listen. what? You know what has more iconic scenes than this movie? What? But it's a worse movie. You know Sahara, Matthew McConaughey? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I do remember Sahara. That, that has movie, way more iconic that, scenes. That movie isn't bad at all. I could, I, con- re- I could convince that movie to be a millennial classic. We're doing Sahara. Sorry, I don't care what you do, how you do it. You cannot convince anyone that Sahara is a millennial classic. It is a fun movie. That is a fun movie. All right, boys, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Um, this is our first, not technically our second, but I would call it the first not millennial classic. Well, you know, we enjoyed it. Non-classic classic. It's a non-classic classic. It was a classic until we ended up watching it. Watching movie. it. <laughs> it's a classic in the memories. Yeah. So if you're out there, don't watch it. Just remember the good times. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much that's pretty much the spiel. Exactly. All right, peace.